Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I was talking recently to this Indian mendicant. I think that's how you pronounce it. Indian. A homeless holy man. Hair matted like rope on the side of his head and dust from the Ganges caked all over his half-clothed body. Barefoot. Hadn't slept on a bed in 27 years. Ate nothing but beetles on his own piss. Fingers like the branches of a spindly tree and eyebrows like tiny hedgehogs. Not your average parish priest. Although, I say there's a few look like him now above in St. Eunuch's home for retired curates on the outskirts of Muff. I have to say, though, that this lad looked in the full of his health. Make you wonder if we shouldn't all be living in trees, half-starved, half-naked, talking to God. I was in me pyjamas, drinking whiskey on the couch at home in Galway. He was communicating with me through the medium of television. He told me that the key to happiness was to desire less. The more I wanted, the less chance of peace that I had. You have filled your life with obstacles, Tom Tiernan. Let them go. What is it that you desire? He said. Well, says I, a flat stomach. Jeez, I'd love a flat stomach. Or the feeling of a flat stomach, I knew. Biceps. Jeez, I'd love biceps. Big old muscly biceps. As much for the missus as for myself now, I know she loves and desires me whatever shape I am, but she does betimes get a queer glint in her eye when I'm going to the gym regular. I was yapping away like this to the holy man, the mendicant, the Indian, and the dog was staring at me. It wasn't that he had a problem with me talking to the television. He just wanted to make sure that's that's what I was at, in case I was asking him to do something. Yes, I'm talking to the television, I said and continued. It'd be great for me, the thing, to win an All-Ireland minor title by 2050. 
Liverpool are supposed for the Premiership every year and Galway for the small bowl. I'd love the ability to leave the house and run swiftly for six or seven miles. Three and a half miles out and three and a half miles back. As opposed to seven straight out and hitching home. I desire to get better at stand-up, I said to him. I desire to spend less time on the road. I desire, I said, to be debt-free. To be half a stone lighter. To be taller or just hang out with smaller people. I desire never to watch television again. I desire to be able to cook big hearty meals for my family. To go and see more plays. I desire to work for a theatre company in Galway. To have an electrical car. I desire to get over regrets. And to feel no shame. I desire to take LSD in a controlled and supervised environment. I desire dependable erections. A horn you can lean on, as my mother used to say. I desire to find stressless work. To get a century break in snooker. To compete in pool tournaments and to own less clothes. Round about then, I seen the dog put his paws over his ears. And I kind of got the vibe he was judging me. But I continued. To not get annoyed at the dog so much and... To have a kind of a meaningful relationship with the cat. I desire to get high and never come down. I desire to have meaningful conversations. I desire to be fluent in Irish. And to live on Inishir and California and Barna and Paris and Morocco. I desire to do stand-up for nothing. I desire to have a snooze. To be Christian to be Buddhist to be Jewish I desire to be black I desire to be Indian I desire to want nothing I desire to be present to forgive myself to be loved to be a well respected under 14 Gaelic football coach I desire to feel the heat of the sun in my bones. To not give a fuck about reputation. To never get reviewed. To be always making love with my woman. To have a head full of hair. To be enlightened. And to fucking never, never go online again. Sorry, I just hit myself in the head halfway through that. I'd like to know what it's like to be a woman. To be a woman. To be more of a man. To be Jesus. To be Bob Dylan. To be Leonard Cohen, Tom Waits, Nick Cave. To be on the run. To die. I desire, I said to him, to be holy. That's a lot of stuff, he said to me. You'd better get cracking. I'm not done yet, I said, for fuck's sake, give me a chance. The throat is only warming up. I'd like to be the member of a, of a gentleman's club. Where, there, where there's no women allowed in. Just men in tweed pants, drinking whiskey and playing snooker. A place you can smoke cigars in. He started laughing at me. And then he walked... 
He walked away from me into the Indian sunset on BBC Two. I have to admit now I was a bit disappointed. I thought he was going to help me. I thought he was my new best friend. The tramp. I went down to the kitchen and I got more whiskey. I also I also fancied a cigar. There was a movie that I wanted to watch but I, I was getting sleepy and I was worried because I wanted to get up early the following morning so that I could go for a run before going to the gym and meet a friend for coffee to talk about doing a podcast and then spend more time with the kids and then watch a match and not eat bread and not be hungover and do more around the house and, and, and write a play and go to Africa and sleep in a tree and own nothing and get me cholesterol down and, and, and then I heard the dog say for both of us. I sat looking out the window now. I started thinking about robots. And we fucking amazing for coming up with robots like. We're that clever that we can create machines that are cleverer than us. Now if they develop the ability to do that, if they can create machines that are cleverer than them, and fucking so on and so on, where in the name of Jesus will it end? Is there a point at which you can't become any cleverer? What the fuck is cleverness anyway? Jesus, you get a pain in your head just thinking about it. I've gone off the fucking idea of robots now anyway. I'm leaning more towards organic stupidity than artificial intelligence. See, at the moment, we have machines that can mould the lawn. We have machines that can wash the dishes by themselves and we have electrical bicycles that you have to ride in order to get them charged. A bit like myself. But in the future, we'll use robots for other stuff. Like cleaning old people and, and, and doing the leaving cert and, and watching Gaelic football. The kind of stuff that we don't want to do. It'll all be fairly predictable and banal until, until we give the robots free will. And that's when the crack will really start. Can you imagine that? Independent, autonomous and self-charging machines wandering the world, doing whatever they want, whenever they want. Jesus, I can see it now. ATMs bursting out of walls and going walkabout. Petrol pumps wandering off the forecourt and defib... How do you say that? Defli... Defibrillators. The randy bastards. Defibrillators riding slot machines. And will they be decent, will they? The robots. Decent people, like. Will there be goodness in them? We can programme the goodness into them. Give them a code of behaviour that they can't deviate from. But then, you see, they wouldn't be free. It'd have to be up to the robots themselves whether they wanted to be decent or bollocks. They'd have the Christ and cunt option available to themselves at all times. Now, the safest thing to do in terms of the experiment would be to give them an island, their own island, to see how they get on. I think... Charlie Hawhey's one is free or perhaps he gave that to the DUP in a gesture of goodwill now the robots would have to be able to talk to each other and there'd be no harm in having them do that in Irish 
gale bots, we'll call them. They'd also be designed in such a way that they'd blend in to the island landscape. They'd have to look as if they belonged there. We'd give them synthetic red hair and painted freckles. Massive hands and big broad backs they could... A back he could hop a schlitter off if you wanted to. For, th- for authenticity, a few of them would have a limp and a special devotion towards Our Lady. Now, they'd have to find ways of charging themselves. And Ireland really wouldn't be dependable enough for the El Solar. There wouldn't be enough heat out on the island to power a daffodil, never mind a six-foot-four Kulshi robot. No. They'd have to be able to derive energy from a natural and ongoing Irish resource. Sadness. You see, the Irish landscape is full of memory and vibes. You can feel it in certain places. The outside jacks, just beyond the toll booth in Enfield, has a queer, strange feeling in it. You have the sense every time that you go in that someone else has been there before you and that they mightn't have gotten on too well. It smells haunted. Haunted by an act of catastrophic surrender and release that took place there. Custer's last stand wouldn't be a patch on it. There are other strange places too. The lonesome road between Tullamore and Clara. I hear the famine dead breathing there at night. St. Bridget's site got the... <laughs> These aren't my teeth at all. I'm only, I'm only running in them for a friend. The psychiatric hospital, St. Bridget's outside Ballinasloe. Long since abandoned, but still full of medicated ghouls wandering the corridors looking for fags. The mountains outside Tip Town. The forest in Ravendale. All labouring under the weight of a dangerous and dark melancholy. Anyhow, the robots on the island will be designed via some sort of a spore grill in their back to get energy out of the lonesome vibe of the land. They wouldn't be able to work with happiness. They wouldn't recognise it. They wouldn't trust it. Definitely a bit like myself, so... Good luck. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 